And welcome to True Story. My name is Mike Doty. I'm Dave Holmes. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. I, I uh, this this episode that we just watched was like an art movie because it was the version we got had no music on, no it. music at all, no, not even. So, and it's, I mean, and this episode is really like seventy percent montage. Yes, you know, and so like it's it's all stuff where people are frolicking on the beach, mm-hmm. or they're shooting each other with water guns, right? Or they're just generally sort of frolicking. Yeah, and there would be some fun, some kicky music in there. Some, sure, you know, uh, some spin doctors. Some some, spin- Oh, yes, there definitely be some. Yeah, some, um, golly, some Jesus Jones, perhaps, some EMF. Yeah, 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 maybe a little, uh, no, Ned's Atomic Dustbin would have been a bit too intense for that. Maybe. I, I would. Some in spiral carpets, perhaps? Mm, yeah, possibly. I would say uh, this would be a time to hear some CNC Music Factory. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No question. Yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. And it's hmm. like the, it's the, oh, my God, yeah, definitely. Some of that Jamaica shit. Oh, yeah. That made me go, hmm. Uh, okay, so we begin uh, in pretty much in Jamaica. Uh, yes. The women have gone to Jamaica. And I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, there is a uh, a thing that they keep coming back to, which I have actually read about, huh. uh, where they keep g- going back to these little testimonial sort of con- you know interviews right. with the women who say, and it's always taken a little bit out of context, we're here looking for men. Right. And what I read, uh, I believe Julie did an interview or maybe Becky, uh, where she was like, we didn't go down there looking for men. Like it was just, they <laughs> wanted us so badly to say that we were going down there looking for men. So like there's, there's a one that they go, that they use a couple of times that I think it is actually Julie saying like, why do you keep wanting me to say we're down here looking for men? But they cut out the first part. Wow. And it's just, we're looking for men. Wow. Because they're really not. Well, Becky might be a little bit, but we'll get to that. How can you really be looking for men when you have a camera crew following you around? Yeah. That's one thing that they just absolutely never have addressed in this show's history, which is like how the cameras and the lights and everything change your experience. Because anywhere you go, they have to turn off the music. You know what yeah. I mean? They have to like, yeah. so, like an advanced team has to go in and make sure that it's okay for them to go in and yeah. for you to be there and for you to have a conversation there. Like it fundamentally changes everything about the way you live your life. Sure. And that's just a thing that they've never discussed, which I think would be kind of interesting. Yeah. I have a, an ex that was on um, blind date mm-hmm. and apparently the actual date part took about a, you know, there would be like five minutes at a time every two hours and the yeah. rest was setting up shots. Sure. And so she ended up like flirting with the producers much more than she did her yeah. actual date. Well, yeah. Is your friend named Becky? <laughs> no. What? what an intro. I actually didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, that's, and we're, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but this is the episode where a, a director loses his job yep. for fraternizing with the cast down in Jamaica. Yep. I think they probably had a, a couple too many pina coladas. Maybe some local herb, something like that. Precedent is set. Say what? Yeah, I pre- precedent is set precedent for set, yeah. that's the realest thing. That's realer than anything you fucking have. Oh, oh. shit. That's right. We got to do Seattle next. Yeah, I, I'm oh my God. I'm with you on that. At any rate. Uh, um, so the, the women are in Jamaica not looking for men, but they're uh, they're being made to pretend that they are. Uh, the men are in the apartment yes. writing a song. To vent their frustration <laughs> about being uh, in the apartment and not in Jamaica. Many shots of uh, of them sort of moodily throwing uh, the uh, balls on the pool table. Yeah. What and else are you going to do? Sort of take it out on a, you know, on a like kind of ball. flouncing around angrily, the sure. loft, whipping their hair yeah. back and forth. Oh yeah, uh, writing a song. 
about uh, about their experience yep. which okay so we free fr- we freeze framed it there there's a moment where like they want kevin to write some lyrics because he is a poet yes and uh and then andre will pull out his guitar and make a, a song and Turn that's, into a that's how you do it yeah so they do a uh, a song about their frustration and uh and we we we're not sure what the first line is i think it's my lips are dippy i thought it was my lips are dingy dingy but Does they, it make any more sense. sense than Dippy? No, neither <laughs> of them makes sense. The the thing is, they're they're pissed because they're not in Jamaica and they're in the apartment and whatever. And they and so ja 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 Jamaica. Yeah, becomes a, a fun yeah. little song, and they use art to diffuse the tension. Yes, which is they admirable. do. Yes, they do. Um, but but in, oh, you know what's what? is um, th- th- there's two amazing and uh, Andre to me has always been the bip of this season. That is the person whose presence mm-hmm. neither adds nor detracts. Mm-hmm. The bip. Mm-hmm. Um, but in he, he, they keep cutting to this one particular. I think it is one interview session where he's just bitter and emotional about the emotional about the fact that Kevin doesn't want to know him. Yes, he's like Kevin. He doesn't want to know me, and he doesn't want to talk to me about. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and then where he is lying in beautiful repose on a pool table on the billiard table right in the middle of the shoes all on it yes uh uh no take your fucking boots off if you're gonna lay on a pool table but then he uh he he's on he uh Heather and uh Becky call Mm -hmm. from the lobby of the hotel in Jamaica yep and say uh uh, Heather says oh yeah um Becky slept with 12 Rasta men Mm mhm and so, you know, Andre's like, oh, it sucks being in New York, whatever. And then when he hangs up the phone, he like slams down the phone and says, they're looking for men. No, he says, use a rubber. Oh, he says, oh, yeah. Use a rubber. That's what he says. Use Bitterly. a rubber. Yeah. You know, he's been giving Julie an awful lot of massages. That's true. Many of these episodes, when they end with the kind of light mm-hmm. hangout, probably stone conversation, mm-hmm. in many of them, he's either massaging Julie or she's like putting her leg around his head or something. Yeah. 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 yeah that's kind of, of that. the, that's the unspoken. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, there were people and we didn't have this language for it back then, but I'm sure there were people shipping those two. Back in those days, probably, right? Shipping? Yeah. Do you know about shipping? No. Shipping is a thing that people do, like, if they're fans of a show, they will ship characters, which means, like, in like in my head, like, Phoebe and Ross, why why I've gone to Friends, well, I guess uh, we're, in, we're in the 90s, so we'll stay there. Uh, like, I, I want them to be a couple, so I'm going to imagine them as a couple. Right. And I don't know if anything ever comes of it, or if it's just, like, a nice thought It's just you like you have. think about it as yeah. a fan. Yeah. Is it like you turn it into... So shipping the, them. What's the oh, relationship thing? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it's big in comics. It's big in the world of comics. Oh, hey, I have a question. Uh, um, yep. So, um, Heather meets the like the captain of the sailboat. Yes. They're out on a sailboat in well, the beautiful Negril Bay. Well, somebody who's on the sailboat. I don't know if he's a captain. Uh, he was, he was working, and he says something to her like, I haven't... I could not make out this exchange. Uh-huh. He, she's like, oh, he said, I January. haven't worked since January. And yeah. so he was out. Yeah. And it was, and she was like upset that he said. That he hadn't worked. That he hadn't worked. Oh. I, to me, that was maybe a brag. Like, I haven't had to work since January. I got so much money. Oh. Because I, I thought it was like, 
it was like, wow, you're like mad at the guy for not, not having, having a, a job, job and or mad at him for making that conversation. Yeah. Or maybe he's saying like, I haven't fucked anybody. Maybe that oh. worked, quote worked, unquote. I haven't, worked a, I haven't worked a body. Yeah. I haven't worked a haven't hot, worked hot, hot booty. Uh, I want to work your body. I want to work your body. It's some rough dudes down in Jamaica. We can we can agree on that, right? Yes. Like it's it's the, the pickings are slim. They, Whether they're actively looking for boys or not, the boys that they find are not great. A lot of mustaches. They go to uh, a the billowy new- shirts. Yeah. A lot of short sleeve shirts. Shirts where the sleeve ends at the elbow. You know what I mean. A lot of shirts with uh, with corporate logos. Yeah, logos for retreats and stuff. Some op in there. Some op in there. Definitely tucked into a khaki. Oh, oh yeah. Tucked into a Docker short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe um, you know, like a a, a Birkenstock. Yes. Ativa. They go to a, a nude beach. Yes, they do. And they all get naked. Sure. Do. And there's many black boxed shots of yeah, them so- naked, which I, you know, I really got to the point where I was like. Well, see, the thing about Julie uh-huh. is she looks exactly like my ex from around that time really? who actually took dance classes with Julie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Holy cow. So, do they know each other? Uh, I get, I don't know that they would hang out. She, I, I broke up with her on a phone outside the Middle East in Boston, the, the, the club. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's because I wanted to, I, I, I met somebody else uh-huh. and I was just so decent that I had to call her and look back at it. Like, I just be like, yeah, hey, uh, hey, Victoria. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to date you anymore. Okay. No, we gotta go. Gotta go. Oh, man. Like, that's it would have been nicer to fool around on her and then tell her later. Maybe. Yes. Would you have done it by text if you had had that? That option uh no i would have i would have written a heartfelt email oh yeah interesting yeah. okay but you couldn't even do that couldn't even do that 1992 nope. and there was a fight breaking out while oh, i was, was breaking up with her so i had to like get Worse. off the phone yeah it was Middle boston East. yeah shit is rough yep people will work you yes or do you think ct picked it up uh, outside the middle east that's where uh terrible dudes one of my uh one of my most enduring real world memories oh i have to say, i have to say that I, to finish the thought oh. the um the the nude beach uh heather b says everyone there looked like a principal, like a or, principal. or a cop or a cop yeah yeah which, Which is, is amazing. She, she really paints a picture. Yeah. Well, she's so um, great. She's so fucking great. Yeah. She's so great. And she's still great. She's, uh, do you ever listen to her on Sway in the Morning? No. She's still, she's so great. Still. It's like, wow. she's just one of those people you just want to listen to her talk all day long. Wow. Uh, okay. So, uh, th- uh, there's a guy in one in the bar that they go to in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Who I just have felt so terrible for through this the years. marble guy you're talking about? The marble guy. Oh, God. The marble guy. I mean, I think it really nobody, I don't think anybody's life has been destroyed by this show as thoroughly as that guy, probably. Wait. You, well, you don't know this. You just, no, you just imagine. No, I just, I, well, let, put yourself in his place. Oh. You are, you're a couple of drinks in, you're in Jamaica, you're on vacation, you're relaxed, your defenses are down. A beautiful woman comes yeah. in. Like, and Julie's gorgeous. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and she's not like, she might have a microphone on. There might be something that leads you to believe that, that you're going to be on camera. I don't think he himself was mic'd. Really, well, really was, was there not there. like, was there not a camera like sitting right there? No, I, I think it was at a little bit of a distance. Oh. But, but maybe okay. So so let's okay. So let's pretend then that he does know. Right. Like he knows whatever. Like this girl is doing some show or whatever. And like I'm gonna I'm gonna be famous. And this girl's into me. This is great. And she acts like 
like twice the bumpkin that she is and like she's really into him right. and he has the dullest things to say <laughs> like really some of the worst rap i've ever heard in my yeah. entire life yeah, yeah, yeah. you're beautiful i went out with an l model once so wow i mean it, like that's that is his opening gambit and then he talks about oh i, I wrote it down uh, um uh, how he nails the spike nails, he, he, you know, like, I had to go down oh. south to work on a farm, and, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, he, he did. I, I went down south to build a barn. I had to use spiky nails. Something about ceramics. Yeah. He points out uh, marble on the floor of, the, of the, the dance club, and he goes, you see how that marble is a different texture than that other marble? Yeah. It's just, like, the most boring man. He is the dullest man in the yeah. world. <laughs> and he's getting just utterly played. By Julie, who's nice. Yeah. Like, and that's, I think, the worst part is that, like, if, <laughs> if, like, if someone, if someone on the real world now fucked with you, or even, like, 10 years, if a Flora fucked with you somewhere, oh, God. you would be like, well, that's terrible and I look like a jerk, but she looks worse because right. she's awful. You right. Know I mean, she's clearly awful. Julie seems nice. So there was just something so, like, there was something so f- fuck withable about you that even she was just like, I'm going to make you look like an asshole forever on TV. I wonder he, what ever happened to that guy. He wasn't ugly. He was like, he was no, like he was a, a good, good looking, looking young man. And he was Canadian. Yeah, he was There's Canadian. inherent charm there. You just coast on that. You just say sorry. Yeah. And I'm yours. Yep, yep. I'm yours. Uh, it was uh, it was rough, and uh, and she uh, eventually must come clean and uh, and and say that she was just kind of uh, playing with him. And he says, "Oh no, it's okay." But you know, it's not okay. Not okay. No, she actually points out that she thought that he was fucking with her too. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know how she would have thought that because he's like, yeah. "Look at the color of that marble. How it's different from the other." Mar- yeah. You Look know, like oh, we use spiky nails, ceramics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's uh, it's really bad. It's not. It's clearly, clearly not okay. And and in fact, it, like to add insult to insult, he will he will then <laughs> see that, and he yeah. will say like, Oh, I'm so boring yeah. that when I meet people, they think I'm kidding. They think I'm doing a bit. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Maybe he's from a small town. Yeah. And someone sees him. It's like, oh wow, yeah. Joey was on was on MTV, and they, he, he gets a ton of run. He goes goes down oh, really? to the local bar, and yeah, huh. and women are all over him because he's been on MTV. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I will tell you that was not my experience. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah, I was not able to parlay that into any kind of action. really. Oh no, not at all. No, I mean if no. you went to Albany, you wouldn't like. Oh, I guess maybe. Yeah, I guess maybe. But then also like, uh, yeah, in New York, no. Um, you but you were you were a VJ at the time when it was most appropriate in the minds of of allegedly smart people to just be dicks to people because they were famous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll buy that. Yeah, you know, I got like, a lot of that. But just a also, level of player also, hate. Gay guys are are uh, tend to be insecure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so it's like even harder. And like, you know, we're we're not great at talking to each other, you know, just in out in the wild anyway, generally. Right. You know what I mean? Because everyone's kind of self conscious and, and all that. Plus I was fifty pounds heavier. And that trumps everything. That trumps 50 TV. Pounds? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. And it wasn't it wasn't hip and cool to be a big fat gay dude back then. No. The way that no. it is now. There's no. a whole thing around it now. I know. Do you know the rapper Big Dipper? Uh-huh. I know. He's on your record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, like his Instagram is like all cheesecake shots of mm-hmm. his incredibly hairy 
bulbous belly, and he's like wearing a speedo, and People love it. Yeah, People love it. So into it. I, I'm telling you, I was born at the wrong time. I know. When please, exact wrong time. Please, straight women take a page from the Bears. I think they already do, don't they? I I, th- I think that the dad bod is secretly. Yeah. But then I th- I think dudes are are not even so secretly into be women of all kinds, and you just if you talk about it, people be like, how you know why are you objectifying and you know it sucks to, yeah. to talk about people that way but i think i think varied tastes are a fact however yeah. this does lead me to a thought about this show oh so shortly after so they're talking about how dudes have these terrible lines yeah heather says that um she told some guy that that becky had a big crush on danny devito and the guy was yeah. like oh really that's really interesting so fucking not even danny devito escapes yeah. with his dignity <laughs> intact and he's got to fucking put up with it he turns on the tv just to turn his brain off for five minutes and mm-hmm. he gets to hear that he's undesirable no sir forget it this is fucking terrible well she says something like men Always act like they have to be somebody else for us to like them. And why do they think that? Mm They think that because you have to be somebody else. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's really explain. true. What do, what do you mean? Well, it's like you, like you, you really can't walk up to a woman and say, uh, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, you really. There's like Tinder is a massacre in the sense that like you can't just. I mean, if I'm attracted to somebody. Presumably, I'm going to find, uh, you know, f- talked about smart people stuff later, yeah. like mid first date. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, I'm perfectly happy with, hey, how are you? Uh, nice weather. Oh, yeah. boy, I like wearing green on Sundays, whatever it is, uh-huh. you know, but, uh, you know, but everything. Maybe it's just my women friends on Facebook are so mad at, you know, oh, can you believe this guy said, I hope you're having a good Tuesday. Yeah. You know, just it's like you, you got like and what I, is a person going to do? Yes. Then? Yeah. Yeah. It's like in uh, Tootsie. Where uh, where Michael as Dorothy is talking to Jessica Lang, I forget her character's name, and and Jessica Lang is like, I just wish a guy would just come up to me at a party and say like, I could you know give you a whole bunch of lines, but the fact is I'm just attracted to you and I would like to make love. That does not and work. She's like, and then and then Michael as Michael <laughs> recites that exact speech to her in a later scene and she slaps him. Uh, like it's just, and it's true for everybody. Yeah. I, uh, but okay. I had one guy buy me a drink once, um, right when I moved here, and it was like, and I'll never forget it because it was such a simple, nice gesture. Yeah. We actually dated for a couple months. He was a really nice guy. Wow! And it was like because he bought me a drink. Right. He was just like, "Hey, I, you know, I think you're handsome, and I want you to have a beer." And I was like, "Great!" And it was just so simple and guileless. I would never be able to do it in yeah. a million years, yeah. and nobody else ever did it to me. But it was just, it was like, it was so simple. There's not that much you have to do. Really, like gay dudes can't do that. I thought I thought you guys I mean, said it made in the pickup line. You could just be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, I thought you like having n- yeah. no gender gap. You would think that. You wow. would think that. I don't know. Wow. You know, I don't know. I, I never really had much luck, like out there, you mm. know, in the in the in the world, you know. Right. Um. So I don't know. Anywho, Anywho. Matt Pinfield and Matt Pinfield with not one could not say Matt Pinfield with hair. Wow. Matt Pinfield with bald guy hair, as yeah, in like the the, the strip with on the, the Kyle back. Gas yeah. working. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this was and this predates his MTV involvement. Maybe yes. this is how that connection was made. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I was stunned by that. I don't know what record, uh, what radio station you worked for. Uh, it was 106.3, and it's in Jersey. I've played oh. at that station. Oh, before. really? Okay. Yeah, in recent years, they, they is he is he still there? He still has some involvement in stations in Jersey. He's like the Don of Jersey radio. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah, Jersey yeah. radio. Yeah. yeah. He's got a book coming out. Does he really? In September. He yeah. apparently has an insane amount of fascinating tales. Oh, I'm which sure he does. He probably did not have at the time that Andre and his band Raindance visited his studio. I bet he did. Yeah. I bet he got in there. Yeah, I don't. He, he was didn't just look starting like, out. Well, yeah. I, I, I bet he was. I bet he mixed and mingled with a. Uh, you know, with a with a bez from uh, the Happy Mondays. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes fun. I bet he, sense. I bet he, you know, went out for for some tofu with the ocean blue or something like that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. As we all hope uh, we will. Yeah, someday. But uh, rain dance, R E I G N dance. Unless we forget. Oh, so I mean, I think that's the problem right there is that they just sound like a Christian band. Oh, really? I never thought that. I thought that uh, they sounded like like. Like, like you know, the, no, the grunge band like from Central Central. No, the name sounded like, like, dude, it's like rain dance, uh-huh. but it's rain like a king, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, well, like the king of kings. Yes. Well, see, yeah, I didn't get that. Did you uh, Did you see uh, Tyler Perry presents the passion? No. Did you hear about it? No. Yeah. Uh, on uh, the, I guess it was Palm Sunday uh, on Fox. Tyler Perry did a live event. Oh, it was for real. It was a parody for real. Uh, where there was a big light up. Uh, cross that was walked all throughout New Orleans uh, by like a whole bunch of people and there was like a reporter following it along and you would hear people's stories but then also they they had people act out uh, the passion it was like it was like a passion play, um, but with songs. So like, so Saint Peter uh, sings the reason by Hoobastank. <laughs> really? It was, it was, they used real songs. Like yeah, every song is a real song, but they they used like known songs. Yes. Um, uh, Chris Daughtry played uh, Judas. Um, I forget who the guy was who played Jesus. I didn't recognize him, but um, Michael W. Smith was one of the apostles. Wow. Trisha Yearwood was uh, the Virgin Mary. Wow. Um, it was ridiculous. Trisha Yearwood was the Virgin Mary. She was the she was Mary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was. Uh, I, I don't know if it exists on Hulu or whatever, but uh, it was. Well, how did it I was not less hear fun about than this? you would imagine? Yeah. I don't know how you didn't hear about it. They I'll, promoted the shit out of it. What is wrong with me? I don't know. Uh, okay, so um, Rain Dance uh, premieres their song "Why Divide." Was that the name of the song? Mm-hmm. The, Constantine, the bass player, said of it, uh, basically the song is about fighting racism and solving some problems we have. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, man, it was okay to be like that <laughs> in 1992. Okay. Okay. And just to like not even be a little bit ironic about it. Like I played a show with Sponge once. Oh, shit. And they uh, they had a, a, a time during it. It was Lollapalooza, actually. Second uh-huh. stage of Lollapalooza. Oh, my goodness. And they were like the headliner of that stage. Oh, of course they were. And Since they had, the yeah, the drink. Sponge, man. And they, um, he had a political speech part of the show every uh-huh. night. Uh-huh. And it was such a like politically anodyne time in many yeah. ways, like 97 or whatever it was. Like there yeah. wasn't anything huge. There was no, people just wanted to sound like the 60s uh-huh. and there was no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. But what he said was, the government is trying to take away your freedom by taking away your freedom. No. Yes. He only said that once. 
But he said it, and it was oh, one of the most amazing sponge. things. Sponge. Sponge. Come on. Sponge. A world of human wreckage. <laughs> oh, always God. sounded like he was saying a world of human rickets, which I never really made sense. And then, oh, wreckage. wreckage. People could sing songs like that, and they would be hits. Yeah, they would. I am I become loved, cumbersome. I loved that song. Did you really? I really did. Yeah. Because it kind of caught me. It, it came out in the winter, and there was just something really wintry and icy about those that guitar tone. Yeah, yeah. And I just... I I, I really, yeah. I really dug it. It was, it was. I mean, looking back, it was not great. Well, are they ever great? No, no. And, and but you love them. They're sure. great. Yeah, they're great even if they're not. What a, it was, it was a verb. It was a verb and a verb pipe kind yeah. of a time back then. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, oh, uh, also the women come back and Heather B picks up the cat and says, "Smokey, you smell like toast." <laughs> uh, okay, but while they were in Jamaica. Something happened, and, and an airplane comes to a screeching halt in midair. They, the way they enter into this, mm-hmm. telling the story, is they halt the narrative. Yes. Like, they tell the story of the Jamaica excursion, and then they all get back on the plane. We're watching the Air Jamaica plane lift off, and it, and you hear the voice of Becky go, actually, something did happen Uh-oh. in Air Jamaica. Yeah. Screech. Screech. Like, they have to remove it gingerly, excise it from the story, uh-huh. and deal with it in its own segment, yeah. which is... Uh, you know, I met this gray mulleted man uh-huh. um, who was a director on the show. And what what is a director on a show like that? Like, what's their? You know, I don't really know. I mean, I guess. Yeah, no, I don't know. No. I don't know what a what a director does. Yeah, uh, I guess it's just like a glorified produ- like the head producer, right. or whatever. Um, like, telling- but yeah, and I guess it would be fairly easy to excise him from the narrative because he was behind the camera for a lot of it, unless he knew the cameras were going to be off. They did manage to get him in a shot or two, but it, it's just as significant to me that they that they don't want to do it as and then that night. Becky fooled around with this guy. Mm-hmm. They they take it out of the story, and they're like, "We need to deal with this mm-hmm. as its own thing." Oh, because well, you it's know very serious. I'm the, sorry. You know whose decision that is? Is the director? Yeah. <laughs> so it's either the guy himself was like, you know, I made this mistake, I lost my job, I might as well get some fucking screen time for it. Right. Or it's the other director who had to pick up the slack, who's right. furious at him, and is like, "I'm going to show your face, and you're never going to work again." <gasps> well, why? Why would he? Because they they go to the Dew Drop Inn uh-huh. when they return to New York, mm. and 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 Bill, the director who she fucked in Jamaica, comes with them in his gray mulleted yeah. t-shirted glory, and uh, he he willingly gets on camera. He's probably yeah. got a mic on. You can hear him pretty all right. He's sure. like, why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess you know the. Di- I mean, it's already it, the, it's happened. All the bad shits happen. You might yeah. as well, might as well get on camera and have some fun. I wonder well, if you get a minimum. I wonder if you like if you if there's some sort of union thing where you oh, you get yeah. paid a couple hundred bucks or something. I wonder how quickly he lost his job. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You know, I don't know anything about it. But like, I do know this. Yeah, Norman has a new boyfriend. Yes, and it's Charles Perez. Charles Perez is Charles Perez. TV talk show host uh, Charles Oh, that Perez. guy? He that was to, what he was with, that guy. That, huh? Oh. Yeah. He went on to have that show, and then he kind of went back into the closet. Wow. Which, like, we see in, in like, the coming attractions, like, they're down with the AIDS quilt and whatever. Right. He's got a fucking pink triangle on his, you know, human rights campaign. Right, now. right. Like, he could not be capital G <laughs> gayer. So that's a big deal, going back in the wow. closet. We were fucked up in 1982. Um, that's so, it's so weird. It's one of those things that's so fucking weird to look back at. What? And, uh, you know, closetedness. Uh-huh. And, um, you don't have to look back at it. 
Well, to, to, to look at it to the ex- still- to the extent that in in the dead center of groovy people cop, pop culture, uh-huh. y- y- there would still be closetedness, even that there would still be um, uh, uh, some, something like, "Whoa, would you want to have a menage a trois? Yeah. Just like like it was it was a different time. Oh, it yeah. was a it was a prudish time. Yeah, it was. And like, yeah, we, we would talk about these things we, and we, we would see a sliver. Or a basic instinct, sure. or whatever you know. Sure. You can see some like some dirty movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. If you wanted to express your sexuality or gender in an alternate way, you were still a little bit of an outsider and a weirdo. Because remember, when Norman is introduced in the series, he his boyfriend he introduces as his partner. Uh-huh. He says, "My partner and I run a business together." Yeah, and it's put in such a way like, "Do you run? Do, are you? Uh, is it your business partner or is it your yeah, boyfriend?" And he says he's bisexual also. Yeah, <laughs> that was a stead, that was a stage we all went through. Oh God, God in heaven. Uh, I think that just about covers it for this episode. Yeah, right? let's let's see. Uh, we got the break. Except that there's a trip to Gonzalez y Gonzalez. I mean, it's like yeah, it is so 1992. Um, in Soho. Norman's goatee, something I want to bring up. Okay. G- goatee. I just want to say it. Norman's goatee, two words. Uh, it's it's it, To me, it's very South Park. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like it was put on with construction paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like very faint. It, uh-huh. was like, it was like a goatee of stubble. Yeah. Very, very early weird. 90s. The timeline of this show makes no sense to me at all. Kevin, at one point, uh, when making up with Becky to a certain degree, mm-hmm. says, uh, ain't no throwing hats like last time. Yeah. You threw the hat. What is that? I've never heard that before. How come you didn't talk about the, the, the Heather saying break out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. I yeah. did. Did I? I You're talking about every about time anyone says break out on the show. Oh, that was my favorite thing. We'll go back to the beginning when they, when they were in. And, and again, like this is a story that's probably disgusting. I mean, not disgusting, but just, you know. Uh, it's a uh, bit of Heather, call. I know, Julie talks about getting her period on a date in white shorts and bleeding on a rock and whatever. And Heather B says break out. She yells break, break out. Out. I love it. That's when I really fell in love with Breakout. Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Of course. I would course. have forgotten it completely. And the other thing is, at, uh, Kevin and Becky, maybe mm. this was a famous shirt, but they were wearing the same t-shirt. Yeah. The same graphic. Negative but, images. Yeah, exactly. One was black, one was white. I'm glad you noticed that, too. One was white on black, one was black on white. That said, the mind, the body, the spirit. Wow. And then there was one more. Yeah. And I don't know what it was an ad for. The shoe. Yeah. Probably. It was like for like Adidas or Reebok or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember that shirt? Because I do not remember. No, that. I mean, I remember plenty of shirts that everybody wore. Sure. But, um, but I, for some reason, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, it would be this and that and that and that. <laughs> like that one with the ampersands. The, yeah. The, a, uh, we, we've done it. The, vel- the Velvet it. Underground. I've seen the... The Blanche and Rose and Dorothy and Sophia. It's like, it's over. Stop it. Has Stop anyone it. done one that's just like ampersands in places in that font without names? It's just it's just like a little pattern of ampersands? No, not yet. Boom. We're going to Listeners, the t-shirt store. Get on it. Oh, I have a shirt to show you. All right, we're going to go back and watch another episode. Bye. Bye. Feral Audio.